continue Shai Jewish Shai Gimel Reish Chof Ches Shin number 379 I want to thank everybody for coming in person online and for listening to the Shiurim on the recordings and I thank you for uh, for reaching out to me and telling me that you're appreciating and benefiting from them before we see some of the words over here in Reish Chof Ches I I um, I'd like to give a short introduction because of the sensitivity of the topic. And we'll be discussing here that a person has to be careful that even if he has permission to speak disparagingly about someone else, he has to make sure that he doesn't bring himself into a shash of suspicion of speaking Lashon Hara. Now, why would a person have permission to speak negatively about someone else? So that's why I want to give that little introduction. We're going to give some examples where a person is is permitted to. But you've heard me say this before. It's a hundred percent correct, and and does not need my haskama to to agree and encourage for what he's saying to do is correct. But what we do need to do sometimes, and I'm talking to myself as well, is take a step back because sometimes when we hear there's a halacha to speak negatively about someone else, we get excited. We jump to the... And I want to tell you something here. We just learned the morale. We started a new shir. Morale shir. Matsoi Shabbos, 9 p.m. There's a WhatsApp group. If you didn't join, you could join it. Morale says that we have a natural tendency to... It's hard words to say over because it makes us as humans feel very... We have a natural tendency to sometimes be excited at the other person's shortcomings. Because we feel better about ourselves. I don't, I don't do that thing wrong that he does. And that adds to this sometimes incorrect attack against other people, especially if the person read the tshuva. Could you imagine that? Imagine a person... Stole someone's money. He stole someone's money and he already paid it back. So his Mekayim now, the Mitzvah Hashem is he did Shuvah 100%. And then someone comes and attacks the person for stealing the money. And he says, well, what are you talking about? What do you mean I stole the money? I already gave it back. Now you were just Mevayish Mi Baravim. That's all, all you accomplished was a Bizyoinus. And on that it says, So here the person is coming to try to do a mitzvah. And when he comes out, is with doing a veira. A horrific veira. Embarrassing somebody in public. When you're ready to tshuva. And no matter, whatever the scenario is, when the person did tshuva on his veira. So that's why we have to be very careful. And make sure that we don't attack the person until we know for sure that what we're doing is halachically correct. How do we know that? Okay, we have patience, and we have to investigate the situation, ask a shayla, make sure we're doing the right thing. So we're continuing now with Rabbi Yoyna, where he suggests how to avoid a person falling under the isra of avak lashon hara. And we said one of the examples of avak lashon hara is that someone suspects you of speaking Lashon Hara. 
So you bring yourself into an avak Lashon Hara scenario when someone suspects you of speaking Lashon Hara. The case we're discussing here is where Ruvain is giving Taichach a rebuke to Shimon publicly for not returning stolen money or any other example where he's publicly shaming the other person when he's allowed to in order to encourage that person to do tshuva and help the victim. So we're saying you are allowed to publicly shame the person. But a person might bring himself into a chshad of speaking Lashon Hara. To be sus with the speaking Lashon Hara. So what does Rabbi Yilas suggest? He says, before you publicize and publicly shame the person, sounds like a very obvious eitzah. Speak to him privately. Approach him privately and say, Ruvain, Shimon has proof that you took his money. Or whatever the case might be. Ruvain, I think it's in your best interest you to return the money. We don't want this to go any further. We don't want to publicize this. Let's just do this privately. If Shimon, if Ruvain does not listen at that point in time, so you are obligated to help Shimon. Shimon is... Someone stole from him. What's he supposed to do? He, he can't get the money back. Whatever the example, once again, might be. Says Yoina, First speak with this Ruvay. Ulai. Perhaps. Perhaps it might help to bring him back from his wrong ways. However, Vimoyin Yimoyin but if this person refuses to listen to the Teichachah, then, now you understand why I gave that whole introduction, then you can publicize to the Tzibur his evil ways. And what's the point of publicizing? Well, hopefully he'll do tshuva. Hopefully he doesn't want to continue this with his name getting out everywhere. He doesn't want this, this to, to, to continue this busyness, this embarrassment. That's why first, person has to be 100%, 100% certain what he's doing is correct. Then go before he publicizes, speak to Ruvain. If Ruvain still isn't going to hold back, and once again, one should not be doing this by himself. It should only be done under the guidance of a psak halacha.